nobody, she got it. Any topic, beat it up like she rocky. It's about every game but hockey. These other pods do it sloppy. No copy and pasting on anything we plot. And it's most domination from east to the west, north to the south. Pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. Pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. Guarantee it's going in. Yeah. Just pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. We got Nelly with the news, double lose, don't be misconstrued, these is all facts, from the contracts to the combat, from the end zone to who at bat for the win, yeah, just pull up their spot for the win, yeah, pull up their spot for the win, just pull up their spot for the win. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of the J Spot, we got a good one coming for, for you today. Um, I got my cousin on the episode today, Gregory. You, you all have heard him before. I think, wasn't you on my first episode that I did? Very, very first episode we did together, and it was a blast. I'm happy to return to look at some of these topics. And let the record show, we were probably 50-50 on our projections that year. So I yeah, didn't get we all was. them wrong. We, you didn't get all them right. But, you know, that was a fun, fun time looking at uh, the projections for the different teams and the standings, but I'm, I'm happy to be back for, for another episode. Yeah, so, I mean, of course, we have to talk about the big trade news first with the Sixers and the Nets. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, yeah. we got in the trade James Harden and Paul Millsap, and then the Nets, they got, of course, Ben Simmons, they got Andre Drummond, Steph yeah. Curry, Seth Curry, yeah. And then they got two draft picks. One is unprotected, and then one is a protected draft pick. So what did you think about the trade? Okay, so let, let me start with, I like looking at draft picks first and looking mm-hmm. at the teams involved in them and where they will finish. In the future, by the time those draft picks become relevant, this, the Sixers will be you know, so far mm-hmm. in the draft order that you don't know what that's what value that's going to bring to the Brooklyn Nets anyway. Mm-hmm. And the more, as we always see, the draft is hit or miss. You know, you have people in the undrafted who end up being stars, and people mm-hmm. are drafted who end up being butts. So I don't hold too much weight on those draft picks. In fact, all we know, Brooklyn potentially can flip those draft picks for later on anyway mm-hmm. to, to make another trade. So. I put more credence on the actual players involved. And I actually, when, when it first came out, I remember texting you and I felt like it was a win-win for each team. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do find it a win for the Sixers because number one, you're getting a James Harden. And as, a, as you've been watching, that high pick and roll has been, you know, nearly unstoppable. And then you're mm-hmm. finding that James Harden is able to get the other players easier shots, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that is the most, that's the greatest benefit that he's bringing to the table. I don't see him necessarily scoring as much as he used to. He doesn't have to, but being able to create open shots, uh, more open shots for those players who may not be able to create their own shots. Mm-hmm. If that's what he's bringing to the table. Um, and, you know, I like it. I like it for the Sixers, but, I love it also for for Brooklyn. Look, I am a Ben Simmons fan. And I yeah. think from this standpoint, what will be required of him mm-hmm. significantly less. Look, 
he's still a young dude. He's 25. Yeah. So he's going to live. He's going to learn. He's going to, and, and his niche, here's the thing. I have no issues if his niche is what it, what it is. Dennis Rodman wasn't asked to be a big time scorer. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman was defense and rebound. And he mm-hmm. impacted games simply by getting the big rebounds. Ben Wallace probably averaged 2.8 points a game. But his job as on that team, reason why he was, I think, defensive MVP two years in a row, maybe four times in his career, mm-hmm. is because he was playing his role as it should be. And those Detroit Pistons team needed him to play that role. So I think the issue that I've always had um, with you know the Sixers and outlook on Ben Simmons is hey trying to force him to do more than what he's capable of, of potentially doing and doing mm-hmm. well. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I think, will do that. So now you have a guy who is a, a a pure point guard who can play defense, who is do, does well on the fast break, mm-hmm. and he's going to be that third option. Then you also now have an additional shooter in Seth Curry to go along with Patty Mills, shooter, and they're going to eventually get your boy Joe Harris back. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still without Durant. And now that New York is looking to lift the, the vaccine mandate by March 7th, so you now have a Kyrie the rest of the season. You mm-hmm. know, that for me, it, it, it I mean, Brooklyn is dangerous to me. And Drummond did what he needs. He's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to get the rebound, mm-hmm. that 14 rebounds the other day. He does, They don't need him to score. You know, mm-hmm. So I think truly both teams benefited from the from this trade. Sixers, the fans are enjoying it. They're happy. Embiid is happy because there's less pressure on him. And mm-hmm. then now you have a situation in Brooklyn where they're getting a player who wasn't playing. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing for the Sixers. It was like, we're not using him anyway. So to actually now add a Harden, mm-hmm. you know, that is a huge, huge, huge move for them. So I, I like it for both teams. I love the trade for both teams. Yeah, I agree. I think that Ben's role with the Nets will work for them because, like you said, I think the Sixers kind of wanted him to do stuff that he just that's not who he is. So he's not, he can't, I don't think he can be that second scorer on your team. That's just, I mean, as much as we wanted him to shoot, that's just not who he is. But I think that he will definitely work for the Nets. I I agree. I think they're going to be a very good team with the additions of him. I mean, whenever he plays, because he still ain't playing yet. So (laughs) he got some conditioning issues that he needs to work. Yeah, now he got back injuries. So, I mean, Whenever he plays, but I mean, I definitely love the heart and trait for the Sixers. I think that one of the things that he's been able to do, which was the issue with Ben, is spread the floor. Like the spacing they've been having these last two games has been crazy. Like the open shots and and then off of that pick and roll. I mean, you got to decide what you're going to do. Like you can't double and beat as much as you used to because then you got James. So. It's definitely, oh, yeah. I think, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I think that um, I'm curious uh, int- or interested to see Tobias fitting in 
into this because these these first two games went hard and I think it's, it's been a little struggle for him. Yeah. Um, it seems like he's been a little hesitant in some ways. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to fit. I think Hart and makes it a little easier for him because um, he doesn't have as much pressure to be that second scorer that he without Hart. Because without Hart, all we had was Embiid. I mean, that next person was, we was looking for Tobias to get like 20 something a game, just, you know. Um, but I think it's done wonders for Maxi. I was fine with the tree as long as we didn't give up Maxi or Thiebel. Because I don't think we could afford to lose two of our best def- defenders in Ben and Thiebel. We had to, if we was losing our best defender, we had to keep Thiebel. We couldn't give up him and Thiebel. Right. Defensive wise. No, I agree. I'm I'm intrigued on seeing this the, these upcoming games though, because mm-hmm. well, I I Minnesota and the Knicks, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm not, you know, and I believe, you know, both of them, you know, well, the sick the the, the Timberwolves, they were at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. At home, but the Knicks, the Knicks, they were mm-hmm. on the road, right? But I, you know, you have the Cavs, you have the Heat, you have the Bulls, you have the Nets, you have the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. These are teams where I'm like, all right, you have the Mavericks coming up yep. multiple times, the Suns, mm-hmm. the Bucks again. So these are the games where I want to see, you know, the true growth worth of, of Harden and mm-hmm what we're going to see. They're going to be playing stronger defensive teams. They're going to be, you know, and, and we clutch. There's 20 games, mm-hmm. left, right? 19, 20 games left. So, these yeah. Are, and how tight the East is currently going, these are games where there a lot of teams are going to be playing to win at, at these mm-hmm. games. So, I, I'm intrigued to seeing, okay, okay, now we have this trade. We mm-hmm. don't have much time to be integrated. And mm-hmm. that's what I do like about Brooklyn a little mm-hmm. better because they're asking for a point guard to be integrated into a system that already sort of is in place. He's, and they're asking for someone who's going to be their third best to come in and do it versus Hardy, you're our number one. Now you got to get all these players. You know, and yeah. some instances, they're high, but they're kind of cheap. Like, like mm-hmm. you pass the ball to be. <laughs> on the pick a pop and beads and making that shot before you even got there. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm looking at, like you said, you know, the, sp- the floor is definitely spread, but we, my issue has always been with the Sixers, they're outside shooting, you know, mm-hmm. Thibault isn't that dude. Um, mm-hmm. Harris, he's not a career 40% three, three point shooter. So yes, I saw him make a couple of corner shots against the Knicks in the game, mm-hmm. but he's not a Seth currently. Yeah. Not, you know, when they had JJ Reddick, he was not that they're not, they don't have that. And and we all know in the playoffs, the court tightens and there's less room for error. Mm-hmm. So I need those guys to be able to make outside shots. So that's mm-hmm. my only sort of, I guess, concern. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. we'll see what this brings. We'll see. I'm excited though. Yeah, they they actually played the Timberwolves on the road too. They haven't played. Okay, so Harden haven't. hasn't played at home yet. Oh, okay. Well, Wednesday is the first home yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Good, congrats, yeah. man. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. 
Yeah, this Wednesday is the first home game. But I do agree, the playoffs, and to be honest, I've actually been a big critic of Harden in the playoffs. Because I think for some playoff series series or some instance, he has not shown up. So I do think it's going to be interesting to see how he performs and how the team performs in the playoffs. Because that's been my knock on Harden. I just felt like in critical – that, that playoff series when Chris Paul got hurt, and they should have won that series versus the Warriors. Yeah. Chris Paul got hurt, and in that game, I think it was game seven, I think it was, when they couldn't make it, like, nothing. It was like seven three points. And he just, to me, he didn't step up. Because they should have, they could have won that series. You're right, but here's, the, here's my counter to that. Again, mm-hmm. similarly to last year with Brooklyn, right? They got hurt. They were hurt. Mm-hmm. And Durant almost pulled them through. Mm-hmm. You got Kyrie couldn't play. Harden hamstring was done. Mm-hmm. Durant almost pulled them through. So a lot of things is just having left less pressure. You know, and that's mm-hmm. why I, 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 I joke with about, you know, LeBron. But because of the way his teams has been, He's had less pressure to be. I mean, we saw when he was the only person. He did well, but mm-hmm. Cleveland didn't win. When he mm-hmm. had, you know, Matthew Deladon or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Deladova. as his number mm-hmm. two, right? Because Kyrie was out, Love was out, you know. But when he had those pieces, it worked. So mm-hmm. that is my other thing with Harden now, actually having an Embiid, there mm-hmm. is that sense of like Harden. You don't have to average 40 a game with mm-hmm. be. But if you put it up 25, you're getting 12 assists. I'm not really worried about him rebounding, whatever. You know, that's mm-hmm. what he is like if he gets a triple double, get a lot of rebounds, so be it. He got it. I'm not really looking at him as to be the rebounder. But yeah. he doesn't need to have a superhero performance because he already has a superhero. Now yeah. he's just making those other players better around you and not forcing shots. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need them to force five step-back three-pointers if he missed four, you know? Mm-hmm. Feed the big man. Get the others involved. And, and mm-hmm. I, so I, I'm more so worried about the competition mm-hmm. than whether Harden will do enough to win. I just okay. think the competition mm-hmm. in the East is just going to be – I mean, it's, they're all going to be battles. Like yeah. every one do five team could lose in the first round. Like mm-hmm. or one to four, they could lose in the first round. I'm just depending on how it all shakes out. So that's more of my concern than you know if, if Harden's going to show up. Mm-hmm. I, I think he'll be fine because there won't be as much pressure. You know, mm-hmm. It's just a matter of you know you just may meet a team that's just better. Yeah. You know, so that's my that's the, that that's my take one. You know, and I, yeah, I still think there are teams that I would still think better than the Sixers right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall, the teams. Yep, and like you said, I mean, if the Nets get healthy now, they are talking about lifting that vaccine mandate in New York. But the caveat to that is that they're saying that Kyrie still may not be able to play because they have a city workplace vaccine mandate. 
Yeah, so, so that he is can crazy. go to the games, but he can't play, which is yeah, completely so crazy they to made, me. They made me visit that one too. Um, yeah, so I get it. That and, and the, the the troubling thing is out of their last twenty one games, fourteen are at home. So mm-hmm. he's only going to be able to play in seven of those those games. Yeah, but I I think where there's a will, there's a way. And in fact, I read something that along the lines where the Nets actually could pay a fine. They yeah. Really mm-hmm. well. So if it's if it's game game six, oh yeah, they're gonna pay that fine. They're gonna be like, <laughs> take this five hundred dollars. They're gonna pay that fine. fine. They're gonna pay that fine. So you know, right now they're like, you know, we're gonna save our money through the playoffs comes if just in case. But yeah, they're gonna pay yeah, that. I there there's several teams that I'm like, oh man, you know, they're gonna be tough outs. Uh, Milwaukee, of course. Mm-hmm. Miami. Miami is going to be a tough out. Cleveland, mm-hmm. for some reason, them young boys are playing. I don't know what you're going to get from them in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. they do have some veterans on the bench that can sort mm-hmm. of, you know, Kevin Love's a veteran. He's been there and done that. I, I, I don't know, and that's the same with Memphis. Like, they're young, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. But that Phoenix Suns squad was young. They just had, you know, Chris Paul. They had a yeah. vet. So, mm-hmm. and they have good coaching. But mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing. I, this is the East, man. It's 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 going to be hard to get through. It's going to be hard. What are the standings right now? I, I think Miami's tied. So I believe that Miami is number one. Uh, Chicago is number two. The Sixers are in third place. Um, hold on, I'm put, pulling it up right now. Yeah, I got it. So the Heat, Bulls, Sixers, Cavs. Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Nets. Those mm-hmm. are the top eight. And it was seven to ten playing uh, playing playing game. Playing. Yeah, Raptors, mm-hmm. Nets, Hornets, and the Hawks. Yeah. So man, that one or two end up playing <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, basically. No, I, I think the two C will end up playing um the Nets, because mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is that play-in game, I could I could see the Nets winning and getting mm-hmm. the seventh seed. Because the winner, you know, seven plays eight, nine plays ten, the winner of seven and eight automatically gets the seven, mm-hmm. and the eight plays the uh, the loser of that game would play the winner of the nine and ten, and that winner will get the eighth seed. So, so I, you don't think that Brooklyn, once Durant comes back and – um, depending on this vaccine mandate with um, Kyrie and, you know, whenever Ben plays, you don't think they can pick up ground and move up a little bit and not play in the play-in? It's not that they can't. It's just that mm-hmm. the teams above them are playing, they're playing well enough. Like mm-hmm. the Celtics, they're playing well and they're three, yeah. games, they're three games ahead of Brooklyn for that sixth spot. You know, mm-hmm. one through four will probably – I'm not even going to put Cleveland in there. I think one, yeah, I'm going to say one do four, but my fourth team is going to be the Bucks. I think they're mm-hmm. going to shuffle. Heat a game up on Bulls, a two and a half on the Sixers. They still play them twice. Mm-hmm. Three and a half on the Cavs, four on the Bucks. I'm not really, I don't think the Celtics will make a, a move like that. So I just feel mm-hmm. like it's not a matter of, I do think the Nets will make a run, but okay. will Bucks, Celtics, Cavs, Bulls, Sixers, and Heat lose enough 
for mm-hmm. the Celt- to for the Nets to make a big enough run to get that sixth spot. Okay. Because right now they're down three games. Kyrie's going to be missing a lot. We still don't know mm-hmm. when Durant's coming back. Celtics mm-hmm. still playing good ball. Bucks, mm-hmm. you know. So it's more so a sense of ugh, do they have do they have enough time to get over those teams that are ahead of them? Ahead of them. Yeah, I agree. I think the only I can see them moving up to the the seventh spot. Yeah. Like you said, Boston has been playing really good and they have a few games lead on Brooklyn right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I could see them maybe going to the sixth spot, depending on what happens with their players, with Brooklyn players. But I agree. They'll probably stay in that eighth spot or move up to that seventh spot. I don't yeah, see like, them. I'm looking at the schedule. Like right now, the Celtics, they play the Nets mm-hmm. on, you know, on Sunday yeah. in Boston. So you Kyrie could play. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I mean, they're on the road. That's a big game. Yeah, but yeah. the Celtics have a tough schedule too. So mm-hmm. they still got the Heat. They got the Bulls. They got the Grizzlies twice. They got the Bucks. They got the Jazz. They got the Nuggets. They got the Mavs. They got the Warriors. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are a lot of tough games coming up for for these teams. So it could go anyway. I think the good thing for the Heat is most of their games are at home. I think like nine of the last 10 at home or something ridiculous. Okay. They played a lot of road games for, and looking at mm-hmm. Brooklyn's schedule, they still got the Raptors. They got the Heat. They got the Celtics. They got the Nets. I mean, they got um, the, the Sixers, Mavs, Jazz, you know, Grizzlies, Heat again. So the yeah. Bucks. So yes, there are a lot of tough games for both mm-hmm. teams. So I, I, I question, you know, them being able to make that big of a jump with, you know, all of these, the, the tough games they have remaining. Yeah. So. Yeah, the East is definitely going to be very competitive, though. Even those first, like, that first round, because usually in the first round, you get a game or, like, a series where you'd be like, uh, this ain't, it'll yeah. probably be a sweep. But I don't think that's going to happen yeah. this I, season. I, I agree with you 100%. This is I not- think it is definitely going to be competitive each round. Yes, agreed. Now, let's go back to Ben real quick. Okay. Because um, I know that you said you're a big fan a, of Ben. So I, of course, I actually am a fan of Ben too. I didn't like the way that he dealt with the whole Sixer situation. I felt like he could have handled it a little bit better. Allegedly. Go ahead. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I'm real alleged on this one. So... I just felt like he could have handled it better. So I so felt could like be, so could have been B. So could have been B. Yeah, I felt like the the team as a whole could have handled things better. Yes. I think that when you look from Embiid's perspective, because you can look at both of their perspectives from Embiid perspective, he's probably thinking as a player, like we've been winning. Yes, we lost in the to the to the uh, Atlanta last series but he as a player might have felt like Ben quit on the team you don't think he felt that way I don't agree with that I don't agree with that you don't think as a player if if you're a player and you're supposedly second best superstar on the team mm-hmm. 
and that person doesn't have a good series. Then okay. didn't have a good series in the playoffs with in Atlanta. So instead of like coming back and be like, I'm gonna work on my game, I'm gonna come back strong, I'm gonna do this. It was just like I ain't playing. So as a player, you wouldn't feel some type of way about that. So yes, I would, but we have to look at the you know my thing. We have to look at the timeline of this. Okay. And, and I, I wanted to pull up some of the quotes. So let's paraphrase a bit here, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at the interaction mm-hmm. after the questions that were asked to these players, mm-hmm. you know, after the game. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta. You're talking about the Atlanta series. All fingers were pointing on Ben Simmons. Okay. Like the reason, well, first of all, Sirius should never gone to seven games against these Hawks. The Hawks oh, yeah, should never, n- never gotten to where they won. This is, you know, my, my issue number one. But number two, of course. for me, if I'm on any work organization, right? Mm-hmm. All about employer, employee, employee morale, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I'm in an organization and they're telling me, and, and the question is asked, do you think you can win? You think this organization would be a better, better, or do extremely well with, mm-hmm. with Greg as an employee? And the company mm-hmm. chief says, I can't really answer that, right? I don't, I don't know if we have the point guard that we need to, to win it. Mm-hmm. After a loss, how you want, like, how you want, I don't want, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm already checked out because mm-hmm. look, let me give you an example. Okay, let's let's rewind to 2010. Miami Heat Dallas Mavericks um championship when LeBron played the worst basketball ever in his life. Mm-hmm. You did not at one time hear any of their players, their teammates, because in the Threw him on the bus too, in that mm-hmm. in the interviews. But I will say this about Embiid. Play real quick, Embiid threw his own self under the bus too, because he, he talked did, about he his. Did. He didn't just he didn't just talk about Ben Simmons and say. I agree. Was but Embiid ben. wasn't the one. That, here's the difference, though. But Embiid wasn't the one being heckled. So as a brother, <laughs> but he don't have nothing to do with that. He can't prevent people from. Yeah. You know, you hear what I'm saying? He wasn't, he added, he heckled more. So, of course, of course, he said, I could have done better, but he still threw his teammate under the bus. My line brothers, I can't throw them under the bus if we all on the line together and we trying to cross, even though there was some stronger than others. I can't, I, I'm, those are still my, those are still my brothers. I'm, and I went to battle with them. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. say, yo, number three, you should have done this. Number six, you should have done that. No, we mm-hmm. won through seven. We got to cross this thing together. Mm-hmm. So that's where I struggle with. Like when I was giving you an example, you never heard those players be like, yo, mm-hmm. it's a broad fault. He averaged, you know, that was everyone else out there saying, well, he only averaged three points in the fourth quarter. He mm-hmm. averaged 17 that series. But what did they do? They were like, yo, mm-hmm. we're going to build you up. Dwayne Wade, what did he say? He was like, I'm giving you the keys, keys to the kingdom. This is your mm-hmm. kingdom. This is your mm-hmm. team. They built them up. Pat Rod, I mean, Spolstra built him up. And the next year we see that what's happening. For me, mm-hmm. the Sixers built him down. They pulled him down. So you already know he's a millennial. They got different mm-hmm. issues. They, they think differently, you know, no offense to any millennials watching this or listening to this, 
but it's just mm-hmm. a different mentality for some of the, and you know, you hear old school, new school, this is a different, different toughness or different level of dealing mm-hmm. with situations. So we know that. Mm-hmm. We also don't know everything that went on behind closed doors with the organization. Mm-hmm. You know how mm-hmm. I felt for some reason, Fultz is no longer there. And then, you mm-hmm. know, I, I felt they handled that situation wrong. But, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of players, and you hear about the history of the organization, there's just mm-hmm. the things just don't add up. The Lou Williams of this world, the Andre Iguodala's of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, with my man, the number two pick, what was his name? From, from um, Indiana or Wisconsin, light-skinned dude. He's not in the league. Sixers got. Yeah. Oh, let me think of this. Oh. He's like the number two draft pick. That he 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 ended up going there later. What was this dude name? Anyway, in general, I'm a, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna text mm-hmm. you. Then, okay. You know, you can't let maybe. me ask you a question. Uh huh. If Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan was in Joel Embiid's position. After that game, mm-hmm. do you think they wouldn't have said nothing about Ben Simmons? No. You think they would not have mentioned not, Ben Simmons? Not the, uh, Michael Jordan. Joel Embiid didn't mention Ben Simmons' name. What well, he I, mentioned we was all do. We all do. And then later he was. He mentioned the. He, he mentioned. Not saying. He just mentioned the play where he gave up a dunk. So I'm just saying, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. So do you not think that Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, seeing the players that they was and how tough they was on their teammates, that they would not have said nothing? They were never players that pull out one play of a game and say we lost because of this play. But he didn't just pull out that one play. He talked about multiple plays. Oh, you should have shot it. That just blew our whole morale. No, no, no. I'm just saying. And B talked about multiple plays. He didn't just talk about that dunk. That was just one of the plays that he mentioned. Listen, now, I agree. I think that they could have handled it. I think Doc Rivers, when he said he shouldn't so that, have I said guess it. That's my point to you. It was I had less of a beef for what Embiid did and said versus how Doc Rivers came out. And you know, you're the chief of oh, the yeah. organization. So as a player, I'm gonna be look. You have plenty of people, you know, nine to fivers. Let me mm-hmm. not say regular folk. I'm talking about non-athletes who, mm-hmm. if that came, if they had something with their job and that was said, they're mm-hmm. looking for other positions. They're not happy. They're looking to. But move. no, I, you I know? definitely agree. I so thought that Doc was Rivers my, definitely. That's my that's my biggest thing. I felt yeah. like, you know, and then all the later stuff that came on where he's like acting how he act. You know, that's what he chose to do. Again, mm-hmm. we'll never know all of what's going on in the organization mm-hmm. and what's being said and not said. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought it was immature of him being at practice and act like he didn't want to dribble and be there. That's immature. Mm-hmm. But he already checked out by then. We knew he mm-hmm. wasn't gone. It was like, I'm doing mm-hmm. everything to get out of here. You know? Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I mean, yeah, I think that they they shouldn't have forced him back. Well, to be honest, they really didn't force him back then. I think he just came back then because of the money. Money, yeah, 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 but I think that them keep saying in the media, oh, well, we want him to play. Y'all know he's not going to play. Y'all no. know he doesn't want to play. So my thing is, really wanted him to play. Honestly, I don't either. I, just didn't I think they was just saying it for yeah, for to look good, to look at good in the light. But you want yeah. people trying to make deals. So I mean, but yeah, I agree. I think I hope in 
like, and I'm not saying this against the Sixers, but I just, mm-hmm. you, know, you want to see all, if you look at him when he was 17, 7, and 7, like, what's his career average? Like, he's second mm-hmm. in defensive player of the year last year. Mm-hmm. All-star, like, mm-hmm. 25. Ben Simmons is a skillful player that just yep. can shoot. Well, how many people do we know? And that's what my thing, again, forcing players to maybe, like, why? Like, well, I mean, and I gave some examples of players who played their role and was able to succeed 100%. You don't mm-hmm. see people saying, Giannis, work on your jump shot. Does he try? Yeah, well, Ben Simmons, you see all these videos in the summertime of him shooting. Mm-hmm. Giannis still 20% from three range. <laughs> he still can barely make free throws. But it's like, what is he best at? Mm-hmm. And he attacked. He's the yeah, best yeah. at attacking. And we could go through history of looking at some of these players and what they are and who they mm-hmm. are and what they perfect. Even DeMar DeRozan, for the longest, he his game is his mid-range. Mm-hmm. That's how he makes his money. Now, he's shooting his best ever from three range this year. But mm-hmm. when in doubt, what's his instinct? It's his mid-range. He didn't have coaches. There's a rest career say you need pop didn't say you need to learn how to make the three, or I want mm-hmm. you to make the three. No, it's stay in your lane. Whereas Spolstra, he gets mad at Duncan Robinson when he don't take at least 10 threes a game. Mm-hmm. I don't want you in a paint. All I want you to do is shoot the three. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that is my that is my me. And I, I used DeRozan as an example because he is their he's their number one player. Mm-hmm. But you don't see these coaches forcing, you know, some of these teams forcing the player to do mm-hmm. something that may not be at their strength. So mm-hmm. that was my thing with the Sixers. I'm like, yo, yes, he can't shoot. We know that. Mm-hmm. But don't make him go into the game thinking before the game even begins, oh, my goodness, if I'm open, I may, I need to shoot because mm-hmm. my team is telling me that I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you Brooklyn will not say shoot the jump shot. They're going to be like, mm-hmm. go to the paint, play defense, find the open man, because you know why? We got Kyrie who can shoot. <laughs> we got mm-hmm. Durant who can shoot. We got Patty Mills who can shoot. We got Joe Harris who can shoot. We got um, Seth Curry who can shoot. We got mm-hmm. Brown who can shoot. We got Cam Thomas who can shoot. We don't need – we got Aldridge, Aldridge who can make that, that you know, that mid-range. We don't need you to shoot. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be – he's going to be, be- – Listen, he's going to be. I always thought that he just could not be that second scorer for the Sixers. No, I don't know. I always didn't know why. I mean, it happened. Look what Andre Iguodala when he was playing for the Sixers, they yep. wanted him to be the, the star yeah, the player of the team, but that wasn't him. him. And when he left, look what he did with the Warriors. Like, so like it definitely does that. That does happen. Now, how do you feel about, we talked about how Ben Simmons left. How do you feel about the way Harden left? Because he forced his way out of Houston. Then he kind of forced his way out of Brooklyn. So how do you you feel? How does he look to you now as a player with the two force outs? So I am all for the player honestly uh-huh. right because i think a lot of these organizations are sneaky and they treat the players wrong we've heard mm-hmm. 
plenty of examples of players finding out off of ESPN that they were traded, you know, because that's how a lot of these organizations are. Chris Paul had an incident one time where that's how he found out he was traded from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. So my biggest thing with Harden is do you? At this stage in his career, mm-hmm. I want him to be in a situation or be happy. He's wanting to play with Sixers for some time. In fact, he wanted to play with B. He was trying to get B to come to, to Houston. You know? mm-hmm. So I have no issues with him saying, this is not me. This is not it for me. And here's mm-hmm. the other thing where I appreciate it. He didn't make much, he thought it, but he didn't make much noise. Yeah. I don't feel like he quit on the on the on the any of the teams he's been on. I feel like mm-hmm. he made effort. He still mm-hmm. showed up. Yes, his hamstring was was bothering, but he's had that hamstring for years now. So mm-hmm. I don't. I think so. That's why I look at him as a, an example of okay, this is a player who say it. I'm not going to win here. I want to move on. You know, didn't wasn't in the media so much saying, mm-hmm. or I'm not saying I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to do this. Like he still made effort. So I don't think this casts a shadow on his legacy, mm-hmm. you know, especially if he wins. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, the problem is, as fans, we don't really like change. I mean, look at mm-hmm. look at all the change LeBron made and how much of a fuss that happened when he left Cleveland under Miami. Whole city was about to burn now. And when he mm-hmm. left Miami to go back to Cleveland, jerseys were being burned. Then he left Cleveland to go to LA. It was a huge issue. The man is living his life. And he said, guess mm-hmm. what? I'm going to play my last year with my son. You know, mm-hmm. So he's got to that point in his career where he can do that. Harden has gotten to this point in his career where he can do that, where a lot of players just won't be able to do it because they're not James Harden. You know, they're not LeBron James. I don't think this looks bad on him. I'm happy mm-hmm. he's happy. He made the decision to play with a team that he feels like is his best chance to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, he's happy. So I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I, I have no beef. I have no beef with him getting out in there. Even like with Durant, you heard Durant's interview, as shady as yeah. it was, he was like, yo, don't get on James. Like James, I'm James did what he, you know, mm-hmm. made him happy. And I'm, I'm for it because that's what these yeah. players do. You know, they, mm-hmm. they've earned the right to be able to, you know, make their decisions. So kudos for him. Mm-hmm. Kudos for the Sixers you know, to, mm-hmm. to getting him and the fans to be able to enjoy this. But yeah, I, I, feel, I feel no way. And, that, and that's similar to with with um with my boy Ben Simmons. I don't feel, you know, I feel more shady behind that. But with Harden, mm-hmm. I don't think this has any bearing on his legacy, especially if he wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think the difference for me between the two, and I think the difference for me when it comes to Ben, and and for me while I'm like Ben could have handled stuff differently, is because I thought he could have still pleaded. I think him just be like, I ain't playing. I ain't coming. I ain't nothing. I'm like, dang, you just was like, F the Sixers. Well, yo, but. But I understand understand there's other stuff going on. And I understand it was some mental health behind it. So it wasn't just the basketball side of it. It was also some mental health issues. I get it. Hmm. I think the reason why I kind of, respect James a little bit more is that he balled out in Houston when he asked to have out he was still playing even though he had a little bit of pounds on him 
he was still playing and he was still kind of like balling. He was. I so don't. I think for me, that's the difference between the two. And the reason for me, while I'm like, been like, you know, why I have that little bit of, I guess, not animosity, but well, I was kind of upset with his situation kind of more than with the James Harden situation. Well, I, I, I get that 100%. I, I definitely see the, the reason behind that. And I'm, look, I, I just want everyone to win. And I want Ben to mm-hmm. win. I want James to win. I hope they see each other in the playoffs. Yeah, me too. Um, it is going to be madness. It will be madness. Whatever, <laughs> if that matchup happens, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's, 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 and it was telling you, is. I was telling, I was telling, like, I would, I'll be honest with you, I'm leaning, I would more so lean on the Nets to win mm-hmm. simply because of that brotherhood mentality. Like, mm-hmm. and when you think of those stories, when LeBron went back to Cleveland, it was mm-hmm. like, yo, we're not losing this game. Mm-hmm. And his, and the Boshes, the, you know, the Wades, the Shane Battier, the Mike Millers of this world was like, yo, we ain't Birdman, Birdman. We're not not losing this game. So I just feel like when Ben Simmons returns and when he plays against the Sixers, hopefully, what's the game, March 10th? I don't think he's going to. Yeah, they they already said he probably won't play that game. He won't play. And then um, Durant won't be there either yet. But, you know. Durant might be there. He may be on the 10th. Yeah, they said that it depends. They said that Durant may come back that Tuesday. Okay. And if he comes back that Tuesday, then he potentially would play on the 10th. But they said that it depends. If he doesn't come back that Tuesday, he probably won't come back until after that game on the 10th. Well, that is what I I am looking for those band of brothers to be like, look, we got a seven-game series. We ending this in four. Just because, and not say it'll happen, but mm-hmm. there's going to be a level of, yo, we got you. Mm-hmm. And it's, if I have a Kyrie and a Durant that got me, I'm, I'm in a happy place. Look, I'm a Miami Heat fan, and I'm scared to play the Nets mm-hmm. at, uh, first round. In fact, my love for Ben is like, I am a fan. My love for him would have me secretly be like, yo, let's go. Let's go. And I want him to do well because you know, I, I am, people know, they laugh at me, but I am a Ben Simmons fan. I, I, I like his grit and I like those underdog type things. And to me, mm-hmm. he has a chip on his shoulder. And mm-hmm. there's certain players who they play with chips, they show up. I mean, the PJ, the PJ Tuckers in this world, you know, mm-hmm. when, when LeBron became the villain and won it, he had a chip. Giannis had a chip. I like chip players. You got chip on the show. They play a little differently. And so I'm I'm excited about seeing what Ben's gonna do with playing with a chip. Because right now he got a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. He That's got it. practice. He got practice first. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so the NBA uh this weekend released their um MVP list. So ah, yep. So this is who they have as they had a as a top 10. So they have uh the Joker as number one, Jokic at number one, Embiid number two, Giannis three, DeRozan four, Curry five, Devin Booker six, John Morant seventh, Luca eighth, Chris Paul ninth, and then Jimmy Butler 10th. 
So let's just go with like the top five. Five. Do you think that Jokic is number one on that MVP list I right go, now? Every, yo, every week it changes for me. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. I understand. So I'm one of those old school, like, it's mine until you take it from. Mm-hmm. Right. When I look at this Denver, yeah, numbers aside, let's put numbers mm-hmm. aside for a second. When I look at this Denver squad and the fact that I think what they're fifth or sixth in the mm-hmm. West with no one but Joker, like Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon, you know, I mean, they're without, they're without Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. They were without Michael Porter Jr., who initially mm-hmm. that wasn't what they went in with. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have a number two guy, point blank. Mm-hmm. When you look at MB, who for me, it's any given week. Let me let me just say that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, yo, MB number one. And then the next week, I'm like, yo, give it to Joker. And mm-hmm. B, you still got. Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. Tobias, Aaron Gordon, give me Tobias. Mm-hmm. You still have Maxi, who is balling. Mm-hmm. Maxi could play at the Monte Morris. You know, give me, give me, give me Maxi. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have the veterans and then uh, Danny Green, whatever. But you still have some continuity there. Thibel, the, the only thing that they were missing, you still have Seth Curry, right? Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Only thing they were missing was Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Whereas Joker, you missing Murray, you missing Porter Jr., you missing um, Companzo. Well, he got traded, I think, but yeah, they were just fun. they were just missing, you know, players that I think was critical to their success. And mm-hmm. the Joker still had them successful in a in a tough West Division conference. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why for me, my number one right now is still in B. But I understand why, like when I was watching the game on Sunday, you had mm-hmm. um, Doris saying, I mean, not Doris, what's the Macklemore? What's her name? Jackie. Mm-hmm. She was saying, you know, Embiid is her pick right now. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's going to be that flopping and it's going to be close. So then mm-hmm. it's like, I can understand how uh, how voters will err on the side of the, the person who has won it. Is like the you know I just won it last year. I can see them. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it ends up. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be. I think it's gonna go down to the wire. You know my my bias, of course, wants to be and be, but I can see it going either way. Now if he continues the ball like he is, and they're mm-hmm. winning and they make a push, there's no way you can't give it to him. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I, I'm okay with the one or two swaps, swaps every week. I mean, I'm okay with either one. I think the third is a distant third, and the fourth mm-hmm. is a distant, further distant fourth. Curry's not going to get it at fifth, and then the rest, whatever. I I think Jim Butler, I don't think he should be there, but, mm-hmm. you know, because they're that Miami Heat team is a team all yeah. together. Butler, without him playing, they were winning, you know, so mm-hmm. I struggle with that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm cool with one or two being how they are, and I think it should be just a two man race. Yeah, I think it's right now just a two man race. I do have Embiid as number one, but like you said, each week it flip flops because I think that what Jokic has working in his favor is that, like you said, he's without 
two of his, you know, other best players on the team. Um, and I think they're on like a six game win streak right now. So I think he has that in his favor. I, I just think and be man this season. I mean, he's playing good last season too. Uh, but this season, it's just like he's been staying healthy this season. He's only really missed games when he had COVID. I think that was the only time he really missed consecutive games. I think he missed maybe one or two because of his knee, like knee soreness or something like yeah. that. But nah. he's, he's been healthy this season. He he has really I just been, chip He got a chip. Yep, he chip. really does. He really does. So I, I definitely have him as number one. Now, for me, it can flip-flop when it comes to three between DeRozan. I think DeRozan has been, lately, has been playing really good. And he was without Zach Levine for a little minute. So I think for me, three and four can flip-flop between him and, and Giannis. I'm giving it Giannis all day, every day. <laughs> that team made a lot of changes as well. They had a oh, lot yeah. of injuries. I mean, Levine, he missed like six games, but you still mm-hmm. got boots. <laughs> yeah, who else they got? Um, Don't they got? Uh, what's is is they just traded from somebody from the Spurs that I think was a good trade for them? Was it Derek White? No, Derek White went to um, Boston. Oh yes, yes, yeah. But they, 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 they. Let me look at this Bulls squad real quick because Kobe White. Don't he play for them? He played for them. He plays. Okay. That's what it was. He plays for them. He was a second year. Lonzo is out. But they, they have, uh, don't they have Vukovic? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they had yeah. him. So mm-hmm. you know they they still. I mean, he still had a good, you know, team. He's mm-hmm. just playing out of this world. But Giannis, John mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with you having him as your third too. Like it doesn't. I just feel like they're so far behind in, in mm-hmm. me and and Joker. And Joker. Yeah, I Vegas agree. That you know, Vegas, the the spreads, the odds are well in those other two guys' favor. Yeah, I don't think nobody is going to catch up with them too. Like I think uh, Curry had a shot at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think once he got that record, his play kind of dwindled a little bit. And that was probably because he was like, I got the record, like... Tired, too, man. You know, but yeah. you older so long to keep them mm-hmm. even relevant to be in the playoff position before he got help. And now they still don't have, you know, Draymond Green. Wiseman still mm-hmm. got to get his life in order. You know, so, I, I mean, and Clay. He's gonna have these highs and lows while he gets mm-hmm. you know, reacclimated into the to the league. So I um I, I it's gonna be Embiid and again my pick mm-hmm. right now, yeah my pick right now would be Embiid. Mm-hmm. Like next week it could be it could be Joker. Mm-hmm. Both have a phenomenal season. And yeah, they are. It all depends on how it ends. Yeah. So it'll be two back-to-back years where a big man wins. Yep. Oh, for MVP. sure. Oh, for sure. It's definitely happening. Yeah. Another question. Yeah. So I have one more question for you because we're about to wrap it up. Okay. So I think I've asked you before, like, what were your top five favorite movies? So I had to switch it up a little bit. You did. You actually and did. Now I got <laughs> This time, 
I ask, what are your top five favorite comedies, comedy um, movies? Okay. So I'm going to give you mine real quick. Okay. My top five favorite comedies. So my number one comedy, and this is in order, my number one comedy is What and Crashers. That is one of my all-time favorite comedy movies. I probably know every word of that movie. My number two comedy is Nutty Professor, the first one. Okay. The original one. Number three is Super Bad. Okay. Number four is Bridesmaids. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm about to take your body off. Oh my goodness. And number five for me is 40 Year Old Virgin. Oh shoot, that was funny. That's, All right. that's my fifth. All right. So well, what are what are your top five? Number one by far. By far, coming to America. Okay. Coming to America. Mm -hmm. And I want to throw in um, Friday, first one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this one is probably, you know, not the typical way that you would see people say, but I've watched this movie a thousand and three times, and that's Life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Life for me was hilarious. That was funny. Life was hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, then I would go with Harlem Nights. Okay, with Eddie Murphy. You get about Harlem Nights. Yeah, I was an Eddie fan. Mm -hmm. And then my fifth choice, I was torn. I was torn between Bad Boys one, and okay. if I had to give an additional one, it would be the the first House Party. So for me, Bad okay. Boys the House Party one, I'm like then neck to neck. I close okay. my eyes. And choose anyone, but that okay. that for me was, was you know Eddie, anything Eddie I love. You had Nutty Professor, mm -hmm. Love House Party, mm -hmm. Martin was in it. You know, yeah, kind of Martin days like Bad Boys. You know, so that's my list. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a I, uh, Friday almost made my list. Okay, that, I actually was watching that yesterday. That's funny. That's definitely. Uh, a funny movie that funny that definitely movie. almost made that's my list. He's top, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that was that was definitely a good one. But I want to thank you, cousin, for coming on this yeah. episode with me Love today. It. Love it. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on. Of course, you you know you're gonna be on again. Yes, for sure. Uh, everybody, everybody wonders who I share my season tickets to the Sixers with, so they'll know, now know that it's you. Oh, they want to know. Yeah, <laughs> yo, we, we've been riding this out for the last what five seasons now. We are uh -huh. season number five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, I, I, it's me. So every now and then I'll go on a page and be like, "Get your tickets, get your tickets." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just on the on the on the sideline. Um, but yes, we've been doing this and we, we enjoy it. I enjoy it. I'm actually going to get go to my first game, you know. So, yeah, Heat versus Miami. You know I'm going yeah. to the game on Wednesday. I'm excited. Going to, yes, you're going to see Harden. Harden's first home game first is going to be crazy. Game. That's going to be bananas, we know. And I'll just be riding either coming in March 21st to see the Heat. And I'll be my first Sixers game since pre-COVID. It's been a yep. long time, you know, because we didn't we didn't go during COVID, you know. Mm -hmm. and so I'm excited to see, you know, to see what's to come, and we'll be back next year and the year after that. So y'all sure, hit, sure <laughs> <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up. 
Cousin, thank you for coming on. I want to thank everybody for listening. Make sure you catch up on all of the previous episodes. Follow me on Instagram. Just pull up J-Spot for the win